The Ottawa startup Creative Layer is launching with $3 million in funding behind it and a plan to capture an emerging sector in the personal product industry. We'll hear why big names in the Ottawa tech industry are backing the end-to-end -end technology platform designed to help creators, brands, and entrepreneurs. That's coming up on Techopia Live. Welcome to Techopia Live. I'm Sherry Ask with the Ottawa Business Journal. And joining me today is Nazim Ahmed, the CEO and founder of Creative Layer. Nazim, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to Techopia. Hi, Sherry. Thanks so much for having me. So one of the things we like to do on Techopia Live uh, to start things off is to have companies share their elevator pitch so that people who are unfamiliar will know what it is all about. So what is the elevator pitch for Creative Layer? Sure. So Creative Layer is a software platform and it essentially allows anyone from creators uh, to online entrepreneurs, designers or brands uh, to engage with their audience and create new streams of revenue through a business model called co-creation. So co-creation is the process by which the end customer plays a central role uh, in the creation of a physical product or a digital product. Um, and at the end, the product is personalized to their taste. So we build software that solves all of the problems for creators to offer these types of products to their fans or followers. Okay. And tell us about how Creative Layer came to be, because people may know you had another uh, venture before this. Did that play into Creative Layer at all? Yeah, absolutely. So my previous company uh, is called canvaspop.com. So I actually bootstrapped that uh, out of my apartment many, many years ago. Um, and that business was about uh, was was an upload and print business that allows people to take their mobile photographs, upload it to our site, and we'd print it as large format artwork. Uh, so that business went on to you know serve over thirty countries. It became a very successful e-commerce business. Um, and over the years, it was you know in a mature space, and it captured kind of a leadership position in in this niche space of uh, upload and print canvas printing. Um, and, and that problem has been solved uh, on how to build those businesses. So Shopify over the years has built the commerce layer for those types of businesses. Uh, On-demand manufacturing platforms have built out. Um, some of them now are now unicorns that allow for the on-demand manufacturing and fulfillment of products. And there's several e-commerce stores and different brands that are in the space. So that problem has been solved. But there was one area of our business that was smaller but growing. And um, that area of the business was when a customer would send us a photo and we would team them up with creative designers and they would go back and forth to create something that was completely unique to the end customer's taste. Um, and that would happen through a proofing process. And by the end of it, it would then go to, uh, uh, to uh, out for manufacturing. So we actually call that part of the business co-creation. Uh, where the end customer is playing a central role in the design of the, of the product. Um, so we've built a lot of software to solve all the back-end problems to, to run that kind of business at scale, from online proofing, image management, um, 
and managing multiple designers working on multiple projects and hundreds a day at a time. Um, and then at the same time, we started noticing businesses that were launching with this business model built usually on Shopify. It would take a digital input, um, create something, and they would sometimes have a team of designers in the back end working on them, sending them to customers in the specific type of design, and then setting them for fulfillment. So I was curious. I started calling them and just seeing, hey, what are your problems that you're experiencing uh, in your businesses, thinking that maybe we can solve some of them. Um, and there was a lot of commonalities on these. Some of these businesses were 10, 20, 25, $30 million businesses, which were amazing. And there was sometimes only you know five or six people fully employed in these businesses. Um, but they all had several problems in the back end. They spent tens of thousands of dollars on software, custom software to solve a lot of the back end problems. Uh, it was getting very costly to maintain, uh, or they would stitch together numerous tools off the shelf and they wouldn't be speaking to one another. They would start spending a lot of money monthly to maintain these systems and they were not scalable. Um, and then the operations in the back end were just not running in a very efficient manner. So we went out to actually attack that problem to create backend software to run the entire backend operations of these businesses. A, to create the, take the existing businesses, make them run more efficiently, but B, hopefully lower the barrier of entry to allow new entrepreneurs, online businesses to get into this space and, and launch these types of companies with software that's just easy to use. Yeah. Um, it's obvious you've identified or you identified when you were, you know, working with a canvas pop, sort of a, a problem that could be solved. Um, and, and that's sort of what, what you're going for here with Creative Layer. But is there something about the market itself, the, the personal products market, or I guess as, uh, you can explain maybe the, again, the difference between that and co-creation that is really giving you um, a sense or the trust that this is the market right now to invest your time and money and efforts into? Like, what's prompting that? Yeah, great question. So um, there's essentially um, two products that we offer. Um, mainly people have built these co-creation businesses on Shopify. So we'll be launching as a Shopify application. And the first solution is to be able to manage these types of businesses where there's human designers in the back end working on images and going back and forth with end customers. Now, there's a second solution that we built, which we find extremely interesting, where we're spending a lot of effort in. And that is a uh, solution where we actually went back to first principles. And we said, how do we actually solve this problem? What is the real problem uh, in these types of businesses? And what we determined was that it took a long time and a lot of effort to manage multiple designers on, in the world working on these images um, uh, and, and doing that at scale. So we thought, why don't we build cloud technology um, and models in the cloud that can actually automate some of this design um, and non-technical people can get advanced, uh, get access to this technology through a really easy no-code interface, which we're building now. So you can imagine a box of hundreds and hundreds of Lego blocks. Each block is a um, block of code that does something very specific to an inbound image or anything digital. So that 
And so we essentially have a library of these Lego blocks, which we call nodes, and you can mix and match them in all sorts of different ways. And then once the uh, digital input comes in, in different permutations, combinations, you can have a completely unique output. And so we're offering two solutions. One is where human creativity has no bounds and humans are human designers and creatives are working with designers, but we can actually offer automated cloud technology, which the designs done in the cloud offered to your customer's device within 15 seconds, as opposed to waiting a couple of days for a proof. Um, and we believe that the space of automated design um, at scale in the cloud is a huge uh, space that we could put uh, a lot of effort into, lots of different applications and different verticals. Um, and the other thing that really intrigues us is the output can be anything. Uh, not only printed products, it could be digital, but it also could be 3D products, it could be um, NFTs. So we can actually create digital ownership and mint an NFT on the output. Uh, of this co-created digital image. So this is um, getting so, it, it, there's so much depth in, in what we can build here at Creative Layer. That's what we're excited about. Yeah, uh, it de definitely sounds very cool. Uh, a lot of uh, new technology there by the sounds of things. Um, yeah. You did receive $3 million in seed funding. Can you tell us quickly uh, who those backers are and what you're gonna use that money for specifically? Sure. So. Um, we, I have about uh, a dozen uh, angels that I've developed relationships uh, over the last decade uh, that have all come in on the funding round. Um, all of our previous investors uh, from Canvas Pop, who did very well on that exit, which I sold that company uh, this past summer to uh, a large PE-backed printing company called Circle Graphics. So they all came into the new business. Um, so institutional money, I have Celtic Ventures, um, who you know, came with me through the Canvas Pop journey and is joining again at Creative Layer. Um, I have Toby, uh, Luke Gay, CEO of Shopify, uh, who is uh, put in the largest uh, amount in terms of the angels. Uh, and I've, you know, been getting to know Toby and spending time with him uh, over the last, uh, you know, decade of, of, of conversations. Uh, I also have the former head of product to Shopify, Adam McNamara, who's the uh, founding partner of a firm called Ram and Boot uh, Ventures. Um, Cody Fowler, former CTO Shopify, Salon Angel, former uh, uh, sorry founder at, uh, at Mindbridge. So, so many great people that I have around me. Um, so I'm very fortunate. Yeah, just a few, just a few big names there. Uh, um, I can I am interested because Canvas Pop, your previous venture, was bootstrapped. So, for other entrepreneurs out there, I think it might be interesting to get your take on how do you know whether to go the bootstrap route or to seek out funding from the start. Yeah, so I essentially look at uh, three things. So number one, can the business model handle hyperscale, very, very rapid scale? Um, so if I infuse a large amount of capital into the business model, can you scale it um, very, very rapidly? So that's number one. Um, and can you do that in an efficient manner? Number two, are you in the winner take all mar market? Because if you are, then speed's very, very important. And if you're in a multi-billion dollar market, taking in uh, venture capital uh, earlier rather than later is uh, probably a good move to get ahead of the competition. Um, the third thing I look at is, you know, is the entrepreneur, is the founders, the CEO prepared uh, to take in 
uh, institutional uh, uh, money, institutional capital or business, and all the responsibilities that come along with that. Are you reporting to a board, uh, governance, um, also, you know, some sort of expectation of liquidity. Um, so I kind of look at those three things. Canvas Pop uh, in the early days was definitely not suited uh, for venture capital, but it was excellent profitable company that we built for years. And we sold it to another business that was able to put it under an umbrella and it'd be a very healthy, very profitable um, you know, product line for, for, for them, which was Circle Graphics in this case. Uh, but for Creative Layer, uh, we have a very large vision. Uh, it's digital first, it's a, a SaaS software platform, speed is of the essence. Um, and also I spent the last 15 years uh, really building, uh, getting experience building businesses. So I'm more comfortable taking in capital now. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think, I'm not sure if you answered, what is this money specifically going to allow you to do? Sure. So um, we're we're putting it mainly in product. So uh, we've hired several engineers uh, on the product team as well as uh, on the design team. Um, so a lot of it's going towards product, and we're very soon be launching our Shopify app coming out of beta with our beta customers. Uh, so we'll be putting a, a significant amount into marketing as well and driving traffic and awareness to to the application um, and the platform. So excited to do that. Yeah, sorry to jump back there. I just uh, I was thinking, oh, all these big names. Like I got distracted, but uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, I just want to take a minute before we go on um, to share a message from TD, which is one of the uh, supporters of Techopia Live. TD's relationship team is committed to your business. They take the time to understand your business and provide banking solutions that can help you achieve your business goals. A dedicated local team allows for deeper customer relationships and better service. They take the time to learn about your business and industry so that they can react to changes in the marketplace and anticipate your business's evolving banking needs. Your relationship team can also connect you with other specialists at TD to help you move your business forward and once you're up and running, TD continues to actively manage your relationship, looking for ways to help you manage and grow your business. Learn more at tdcommercialbanking.com. So Nazim, I do wanna ask, uh, where are things at right now? I know you've, you've got the funding, you've got a very detailed plan and a clear problem to go after, but uh, where are things at? Yeah, so we have a dozen team members right now. Um, and we're really focused on getting the product out to the market and out of closed beta. Our beta customers are very happy and they see the potential in this. Um, and once we launch in open, uh, it, 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 we, you know, as an open application, the Shopify ecosystem, uh, then it's really just step on the accelerator uh, and carry out our, our, our product vision. So I'm very, very excited to get to this stage. Uh, it took a long time actually. Uh, to figure out the problems that we want to go after, recognize it when we're in Canvas Pop, uh, sell Canvas Pop, take Creative Layer into a new company, new fresh capital, build out the team. Uh, so we're right at this point now where I think it's going to be some exciting times ahead. And uh, what are the challenges of this next phase? I know you have done this once or more than once before uh, with previous ventures, but uh, what is keeping you up at night uh, as you go into these next few months? So um, we are focused uh, on creating uh, a new category um, and, you know, it, 
to be able to communicate that uh, in a correct way uh, to you know media as well as investors, I think it's going to be super key. Number one, um, and number two, it's really just uh, attracting uh, the right people that like and you know to to want to be part of a very innovative company focusing on cutting cutting edge technologies, trying to solve difficult problems. Um, and being able to attract these people and create a great, great culture internally, uh, especially now that we're all remote and we're remote first company. Um, so I'm really focused on, on those two things. So communication of the product, building the product, getting the right talent and creating a really great culture inside the company. Yeah. Well, I think you've got a, a definitely well thought out idea, um, some big names behind you. So uh, best of luck. And thank you so much for joining us on Techopia Live and sharing where things are at and your vision for the company. Thank you, Sherry. Thanks for having me. Before I go, I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsors, without whom this show would not be possible. Number Crunch, offering virtualized CFO services for SaaS companies. Curly Robertson, Hill & McDougall, a leader in business and tech law. TD Bank, with specialized programs for tech firms the University of Ottawa Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent. Techopia is not just a great show. We are also online with new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. If you are on Facebook or Twitter, you can follow us. Our handle is at techopiaott. If you are on YouTube, please subscribe, hit the like button, or you can leave a comment down below. And that is it for this episode of Techopia Live. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll be back soon with another episode of Techopia Live.